Hello everyone and welcome to the Scouting Report. We are flying through camps and preseason and I'm looking forward to bringing you relevant content as the entire college and NFL season go. On tomorrow's Wednesday special, we will talk about what is worth looking at as NFL preseason takes place and camps go on, we get closer to cut down time. It'll help you better understand your favorite team and what they're actually doing. I can promise you will certainly put all your friends and co-workers to shame as you break down the true battles that are taking place as the preseason happens. Before we get to today's podcast, let me remind you to subscribe, like, share, rate this podcast wherever you are listening. Follow me on Twitter at RightStepADV. Head over there, leave me comments. Let me know your thoughts on today's player or let me know what you want to hear in the future. I want to continue to bring you what you want to hear, so let me know. With that, let's jump in. Today, we are going to be going over our second corner out of Kansas State, Julius Brents. Julius is a fifth-year college athlete this year, his second season at Kansas State. Julius originally enrolled at Iowa University, where he spent three seasons, so let's start there. Three-star athlete, few sites had him, and we'll call him a four-star athlete. He kind of right on the edge there out of Warren Central High School in Indianapolis. Was a top 30 corner in the 2018 class and was called the fifth best prospect from the state of Indiana. Track and field athlete there as well. Certainly looks like it on film that uh, mostly competed in the middle distances. State Indiana was one of the first schools that offered Julius, and he had a number of notable offers after that, including Cincinnati, Louisville, North Carolina State, and Boston College, committed to Iowa in September of 2017 before enrolling in 2018. Once on campus, Julius was quickly on the field, saw time in 11 games with five stars as a true freshman. Iowa is a notoriously hard school for young guys to step in and play right away, so it certainly speaks to the talent he showed early on and some of the tools that he has. Iowa definitely a school that makes you earn your way onto the field. It doesn't matter how many stars you have behind your name. Unfortunately, that freshman year might have been the high point in his Hawkeye career. 2019, he was injured and played in just one game, took a redshirt season, whether developmental or medical. Again, that's, you know, we'll see if that matters. Ultimately, 2020, he didn't play it in seven games. It was late in that 2020 season, frustrations mounted, playtime, everything like that, jumped in, into the transfer portal. With potentially three seasons of eligibility remaining at that point, he had to assume and know that there would be some strong interest from schools across the country. Again, you're talking about a tall, long corner with a lot of eligibility that's played you know, big-time football with Iowa. Again, going to be lots of suitors. As we now know, opted to transfer down to Manhattan and join the Kansas State roster where he you know, jumped right in, started all 13 games in 2021, earned honorable mention Big 12. I am sure, like most four-year players, he considered the NFL draft, did his homework, talked to coaches, scouts, everything like that, but ultimately opted to head back to the Wildcats for the 2022 season, where he'll be ready to go this year. A height, weight, speed prospect that certainly checks all the boxes in terms of the measurables. Uh, you're talking over 6'2 slightly over 200 pounds. Um, you're talking nearly 34-inch arms. That is rare territory for corners, something we will talk about here. Um, 
here's the thing, his measurements alone, as we talk about, you know, before we even put film on, are going to keep him on NFL draft boards and at a minimum on practice squads, I think, for a long time. Whether this player ultimately ever develops into what some teams think he can be, he is going to be given a lot of chances with the height, weight, speed he has. Again, over 6'2 over 200 pounds, nearly 35 four-inch arms. That's a rare combination for corners that's also expected to run in the four-fives. Again, this is a player who flashes speed on film. You do see it. Again, it's, a lot of times you'll see you know players like this, and man, maybe they're closer to four-six. It takes them a little bit of time to get going. You call them long speed guys. This guy has some short area quickness. So if all these measurements are accurate, which I know most of them are, players like this are almost immediately going to have at least a developmental late round grade as a floor. Teams are going to be forced to keep him on the boards for a long time. Uh, so let's take a look at film and see uh, you know, high, how high that floor is and where that ceiling is going to go. So take a look at his strengths. Obviously high weight speed. We already touched on these. He looks the part on the outside. He can immediately put on film. You're going to you know, notice him on the outside. Long, lean. He can get his hands on for a line guy. Moves well. Um, again, that's a perfect transition to the second strength, which is, is a very good athlete. He has quick feet. He can soft shoe pedal. He has good ability to break and stop to change directions good body control. He is not a flailer, which a lot of times you see developing long corners. You see the arms getting wide. You see him carrying buckets. You see the hands all over the place. That's not this guy. He does a pretty good job staying under control. Again, for a 6'2 corner, 6'2 plus corner, this guy does not move like that. Um, he's not tripping all over himself. So, uh, Also makes him a scheme versatile player. That's another strength. This guy plays and puts multiple styles and techniques on film. Again, from a height, weight, speed, length standpoint, cover three corner written all over him. Again, you think about what Dan Quinn did for a long time in Seattle, what Seattle continues to do. San Francisco has done it a lot. You see New York Jets. Um, again, where all that uh, Seattle pipeline has come, you, you automatically think this guy could be a cover three corner. Yeah, he could be. He plays on the outside. He's going to have the ability to take away a lot of throws, play over the top. He's got speed to stay on top. But again, all of a sudden you see him come down, press, soft shoe, match down at the line of scrimmage. Good ability. You know, he's going to have a chance to um, get his hands on and mirror, kind of do a little bit of everything. So scouts are going to have the chance to get eyes on this guy's film in about whatever scheme you want. So, you know, he's not going to be written off early on by any of the 32 teams. He's going to be on boards. Scouts are going to do their work on him. Coaches will get their hands on this player as we get to that time. Flip it over, throw it on the weaknesses side, physicality. Again, not going to overblow this like, you know, as we did with uh, a guy like Cam Hart where um, Julius is not going to seek out contact, but he's not going to shy away from it either. This guy can tackle. He will make the play when he is asked to. Um, he does enough to make tackles. This guy's just not going to be, you know, an attacking um, physical, you know, I want to play in the run game type of corner, you know, whatever. Expect him to add a few more pounds and maybe help that in a little bit in 2022. But again, physicality is not a strength in his game, but again, it's not anything that uh, or should scare scouts away. The thing that scouts will have to do their work on, his ball skills. Not a ton of plays on the ball, and the biggest thing is there are times where he does appear to lack a little awareness with the ball in the air. This will be the question that NFL teams will have to spend a lot of time working on. You look at his stats, just one interception and three passes broken up in 2021. 
Okay, Mick, the argument he was not thrown at a ton. He was credited with 50 targets, you know, probably a little bit under that with the way some of those targets are done. But again, you see plays on film where eh, you wanted to head around a little bit earlier, you need quicker hands attacking the ball, maybe reading wide receivers' keys and man coverage when that ball's up. Um, again, just a few more plays where he's in great position. He's there, just struggles to get the ball out. Again, the game is all about the ball. He's got to show improvement here if he wants to ultimately go where I think this player should. So what do we see on film? An outside corner plays from multiple techniques on both the left and right outside. Press man where he will soft shoe and match more than get hands on, though he will stab at times. He will open his hips and run as well as stab and run. He will soft shoe pedal, play from off in some defenses. He's going to cover, play from cover three, play out wide, will play bail and press bail to uh, a deep third. Um, again, a personal pet peeve of mine is his tendency to play the outside route in four verticals in cover three. We'll be late attacking that inside seam that is thrown. Again, drives me crazy when I have a conversation about deep, deep third technique for corners. You know, let me know. We can have that conversation. Anyway, a very good athlete that's going to be able to function any scheme. That shows up all the time. He has good feet, good hips, and good acceleration to run. Very good close shows up in both the run game and when he has a chance to break on routes. Again, when he sees it, when he has a chance to put his foot in the ground, he can, you know, really accelerate and go natural in phase uh, again he's smooth he's fluid again as his ball awareness improves he should really you know, help himself out there a do your job player in the run game again that's not a negative he's gonna uh, he's gonna do what is asked he's gonna attack and tackle with good wrap and drag he's gonna leverage the ball when he needs to again he's not gonna fly in and throw his head into offensive linemen that's just how you end up uh, getting hurt as a corner uh, but he's gonna you know, direct the ball to other players and uh, play the defense the way it's supposed to be played easy to say that there is a lot I like about this player so who were my some of com some of my comparisons uh, let's go back to my report I did uh, a few weeks ago on Cam Hart. These guys have some sil similarities. Long athletes, good feet, good ability to play in phase and from the press. Uh, biggest differences with these players, at this point, Julius is a much more physical player, willingness to tackle. Cam's got better ball skills. Again, take your pick, what you need there, what you're going to be able to work on more. Again, a want-to as opposed to a uh, ball skills acumen Guys are going to have some similarities just from a height, weight, speed standpoint. These guys will be compared as we go through the year. Uh, another recent player, Ahmad Sauce Gardner out of Cincinnati. Ahmad had some of that same length, same speed, same overall athleticism. Uh, Sauce was a physical player, a little bit more edgy. Um, you, you saw a little bit of that dog in Sauce, and you get a big part of Sauce's games. He also had a big advantage in terms of ball skills. That really obviously carried him high into the first round, where he has some huge expectations this year. Um, and then another comparison from a recent draft, Benjamin St. Juiced, a third-round pick out of Minnesota. Ben really jumped onto the scene in 2021, large part due to that height, weight, speed that we talk about. Uh, his productive senior year really helped out. The athlete that Julius Brents is is much more fluid, much more natural than Ben, while Ben had a little bit thicker frame, a little more bulk. Um, but I'm going to take a guy like Julius all day over Ben, who Ben was just a little more rigid. Uh, but, but again, you start talking about you know some of the productive uh, questions coming into into the senior year, similar players, similar overall prospects. Um, so where do I ultimately see this player in the NFL? 
I like this player. I think he's going to be one that a lot of people will call a riser during the fall season. Not widely viewed at this point as a top corner in this draft, though I do believe he's going to end up in the conversation as probably a, a day two corner that could be you know on a couple teams, you know maybe a day one type of corner if he has a good year. This is going to be a scheme versatile player that his speed and willingness to tackle will be a special coach's dream. I think at a minimum, you're talking about a backup outside corner, even if he doesn't you know, take the steps as a corner. Uh, he's going to be your best special teams player. He's going to be a gunner. He's going to be your first player down in the field on kickoff. He should be able to compete as a vice, blocking those gunners on punt team. Again, some of the harder jobs on special teams where you need guys. Again, this guy is going to be one of the top guys on a special teams coach's specialist board. Um, you know, as if he takes the steps that I think he will, and again, we talk about that character piece, that will tell the story for this player. What kind of character, what kind of work has this player put in in the offseason? If he is a high intangibles player, loves the game, put the work in, put the time in, this guy could certainly be hearing his name called in that second or third round. Um, again, when he shoots up boards, don't forget you heard it here first. Julius, Prove me right. Shoot yourself up the board. Have a great year and good luck. That does it for Julius Brents. On Thursday, we'll be back with another defensive player. Got to love defense. Habakkuk Baldonado, defensive end from Pitt. If uh, pretty pretty good D lineman or two in the NFL. I, you've probably heard of some of them, so we'll see if he can be the next in that line. As always, like, share, and subscribe. Let me know what you want to hear next over on Twitter at RightStepADV. And as always, keep scouting.